Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Stickles, and I am also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 186. Bye bye. 186. How's it going, Jimmy? There's no time, John. Once again, there's just no time. There's no time to talk about how I'm doing. Or it's going again, we have we have time constraints with this episode. We have hard outs because we are adult men doing a podcast. <laughs> That's right. I am in California for work, and I have this conference room until 4 p.m. Eastern, which is what? Uh, oh, no, 4 p.m. Pacific, which is what, Eastern, Jamie? 7 p.m., I believe, Johnny. I That's believe correct. That's how the time works. And, uh, yeah, it's a very artificial out that I have because I'm sure no one will need this room, but... It's weird, because I think someone's doing a job interview in the room next door. Oh, boy. You should say uh, cunt really loud. Right. Hopefully they hear loudly that a uh, stupid podcast having nothing to do with work is happening yes. in this room. <laughs> yes. Um, how are you, Johnny? I'm happy to be back with you. Uh, I'm, this is great. I'm happy. It is great. Um, I have all kinds of things to talk about, but first, do you want to introduce our guest? Um, I sure do. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... Please welcome, for the very first time, so happy to have him, Mr. Joe Strix. Uh, my first act was upon joining this company will be to fire John Newman. Oh, hi, boys. Sorry, I was doing an interview <laughs> next door. <laughs> what I wonder if that's ever been said in an interview. <laughs> my first act will be like the aggressiveness in a job interview to be like, well, the first thing I'm doing is getting rid of this person, who ostensibly ah. is not part of the like commanding elite. Anyway. That was, I don't know. That was a weird sentence. Hi, boys. How are we doing? Thank you for having me. <laughs> you know, you, for being you know, here. a company structure, the commanding elite. <laughs> James, as we all know, all corporations are run by shadow governments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always a Darth Vader-like figure in the wings to be like, yeah, that guy's here. In a big conference room with men in suits and little uh, army decals on them. <laughs> You know, oh, I'm going to be so happy the day that I get promoted and I come to you and I say, guys, I'm now a commanding elite. <laughs> right, for young brands. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the head of the military for KFC. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling silly today. I am I'm feeling silly now. I am in the midst of a s- severe head cold, so if I sound weird and say stupid things, that's why. Yeah, that sounds about right. Well... I will carry you both from the West Coast. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. When we, when, and, and when we looked back, there was one set of footprints on the beach. It was it was John. No, it's a, we looked back, and there's one set of footprints and two very deep drag marks. Oh, I, two. I, I'm picturing Johnny, who is by far the slightest of the three of us, holding you, and then you are holding me. <laughs> And occasionally I dip into the water and then run back out because it's cold because it's the Pacific. (laughs) Just dip in a toesy. Just dip in a little toesy. (laughs) Do you think when people talk about, you know, walking on on the sand and seeing one set of footprints uh, or whatever where Jesus walked with them, do you think the Jesus in that version of the story ever stuck a little toe in the water just to see? Oh, it's too chilly. Oh, no, thank you. (laughs) I'm the son son of the Lord, but, uh, ooh, a little too cold for me. Ooh, it's a little too cold out here. I mean, he tried to, but he kept walking on top of it. <laughs> God damn it. Johnny, perfect. <laughs> oh, have have you had any uh, nice... We should get... Oh, sorry. 
And you, I want to hear what you were going to say. Have you had any nice food adventures uh, on the West Coast? Uh, yeah, I for lunch today, I had some chow mein with a sous vide egg on top of it, and then a big piece of ahi tuna on a salad. Mm. Uh, Can't get those out here. Is we are, is yeah? Is that what lunch is on the <laughs> West yeah. Coast? Oh my God! <laughs> I think we need to move. We already. Dude. I think we we t- we said a few weeks ago where I work, right on this show. I believe we did. I don't know if we did, but yeah, I work at it, Google. They have good food. Listen, it starts with G and rhymes with Google. So, good Facebook. Yeah, Google. The food is absurd. <laughs> after this, after this meeting, I'm going to uh, swim laps in the lap pool on campus. Yep. I mean, that rules. And if you want to look it up, well, you know where to do it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> where are you going to find the information? You know what I mean? So, uh, we should start. Uh, well, I, I also I had a birthday on Friday. You sure I did. Happy 34 birthday, years old. Johnny. God, the sexiest 48 year old man I've ever seen, Johnny. <laughs> Thank you. You don't look at We went day out to a very 56. nice dinner. Sorry. <laughs> and it made me feel very sick. <laughs> it did? I just like I had shingles and then I haven't been eating I've been eating like pretty healthy and then this was like a long meal that had lots of courses and I just like felt terrible afterwards. Mm, that's a bummer. Was it good during? It was good during. It was not as good as some other meals I've had that had less of a price tag as this one. Got it. All right. Well, that's kind of a bummer, but yeah, so it was a little bit of bummer, but lots of delicious stuff. There was a a, a uh, wagyu beef carpaccio that was really really good. Wagyu. That was probably my favorite dish. Uh, here's and you can, you can feel free to pass on these questions, Johnny. What is wagyu? And secondly, what is carpaccio? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fancy beef okay. that is raw and sliced thin. Okay, and carpaccio means. And then it had some. Yeah, yeah, that's carpaccio. Okay. Sorry. Got it. Carpaccio is a preparation of like it's raw and sliced thin. Carpaccio is an adjective, and wagyu is, and a, not is a, a noun. Right, and wagyu is a fancy steak. Okay. Uh, I was trying to think of a pun for carpaccio, uh, automotively speaking, couldn't get there, so we can move on. <laughs> it's like a tartare, yes. but it's, different. Like it's a, a lot smaller is... than uh, truck paccio, <laughs> and way smaller than bus paccio. <laughs> then what the hell is gas paccio? That's a very good... <laughs> Well, we're running low on it, and that's why it's so expensive. Anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, hell. Uh, and then the other highlight, this is not related to food at all, but uh, the, the Virginia Tech Hokies are the ACC champions. Woo-hoo! Joey and I were at the Let's game. Let's go, Hokies! And we made... And by we, I mean mostly Joe, made the Duke fans in front of us so upset. God, they were the cuntiest people in the whole world. Uh, every time yeah, they, they were Duke, the they were shot. Duke fans. Yeah, correct. It was like it was like every time oh, that foul shot was missed, Joe screamed, "Ball don't lie!" Great, <laughs> perfect. I listen, Joe. As much uh, FOMO as you had when uh, John and I went to see the Batman, I had ten times as much that I didn't get to go to the ACC championship <laughs> yeah. and watch Duke lose with you two. I would have had such a blast. Buddy, we would have gotten in a fight for sure. Towards the end of the game. <laughs> There were there was another crew of tech fans behind, like two rows behind us, who were also screaming "ball don't lie." And then we linked up, and we were like, "Yeah, <laughs> oh, it's the best!" And the the lady in it front of beautiful. us, of as part of this Duke couple, at one point, uh, I, at one point, I said, "When a Duke player took a bad shot and made it, it was it was objectively it was like 
it was like a runner from the top of the key that with like plenty of time left in the shot clock to have set up another thing. I was like, that's a bad shot. And it went in and she like, she and her husband both turned and looked at me like, I can guess it was a good shot. Oh, you get fucked. You fucking, I bet you didn't even go there. Listen, all right, listen, listen, I, then, listen, I hate that couple, but also Joe, if you talk shit, you got to be able to have people talk shit. I was back totally at you. prepared. So <laughs> I did, I was thinking about this afterwards. My response was, I think a pretty accurate assessment of my personality. I leaned forward and I was trying to like, just appease yeah. them. And I was like, he's a Michigan fan. Don't worry about <laughs> it. And then she kind of drunkenly was like, Oh, is this like a Carolina? Like, and did she trailed off? And then I went, that was kind of a sentence. <laughs> so I did. It was great. It was real fun. Uh, so I did both of the things that I do, which is like be a big people pleaser, but also be an asshole. Right. And the two of them don't go well together. It's my favorite thing about it was one one of my favorite things about uh, when we would meet up to write together is that uh, it, it is tapping into the uh, sour patch kid essence that is John Newman. <laughs> Except you do it backwards. I'm from sweet them. and sensitive, uh, and I'm very yeah. mean. <laughs> Yeah, your version. Both are your true. Your version of sour is just cutting snark. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, right. John, Johnny was, goes I, the opposite way, where he's sweet at first, right. and then and then as soon as it happens, he's like, "Oh fuck this! Right. All right, burn it down." If like a, if like a sour batch kid had a nice candy, like an M M&M and M style candy coating, and then contained within was sort of like uh, an atomic bomb, like the atomic cinnamon gum, you the, know, like a warhead. It yeah. was right. a warhead on the inside. Exactly. It's an anti-warhead. <laughs> I'm a pacifist warhead. <laughs> Well, the the only thing that can stop a bad guy with a warhead is a good guy with a warhead, Johnny. So, you know. yeah, is a good guy with a warhead. <laughs> but it was all that to say. It was one of my more fun sporting events I've ever gone to, uh, and me and Joey were there, and it was beautiful. It was a great time. Um, should we talk about uh, community? Let's have we. Is this our? This isn't our first community episode, right? We've done one before. I, th- I think. I think we have, but we let's look it up. We must have. And if we haven't, it's definitely come up in other contexts. Right. Um, yeah. uh, so there's going to be chicken fingers from Community coming up later. And buttered noodles, which as will be well next as, week. Right. Oh, well. uh, so I think this is the first Community episode so far. It is. Oh. Uh, it's the first of four. Or, yeah. Wow. Um, it's Community is fantastic. The first two seasons of that show are some of the best episodes of television after they like find their footing within the first five-ish episodes of the first season, everything after that mm-hmm. is bangers. Yeah, I watched season one. I didn't keep going with it. That's okay. I mean, maybe I'll add this we'll to for, my list. We'll forgive of, you. Yeah, you know? season one. Season one has some of the like some of the best episodes of television. Uh, I'm approaching the end of Thirty Rock, so this feels like this could be a nice thing to. Slide yeah, I think in that it's place. a. Yeah, I think that's, that's a, a good time to go into because it, it's the same type of like joke nonsense right. and stuff that just keeps going. And it, it, seasons towards the end of season one and into season two, Community has not quite the same like rapid fire rhythm, but it it approaches it. It's one of the few things that approaches Thirty Rocks, where. By the way, just while we're on the subject, Johnny, do you have any recent 30, wa- 30 Rock lines that have stood out? I just, I we just got to the episode of one of James's favorite lines, and I remembered it when it happened, and it's very good, uh, where Kenneth says something to Liz, and Liz goes, seriously? And then he says the same line, just more seriously. <laughs> oh, dude, it's, dude, it's the best. It's the best. Um, the episode... Uh, it, that we just watched that made me laugh a lot is Tracy's wife gives birth and Dr. Spachaman comes in and in the middle of the birth 
his alarm goes off and he goes, ah, I got to feed the meter and leaves in the middle of the day. <laughs> pound for pound, maybe the best character ever. It's the best, I, it's the like, best show. Every the best line of every single line is a punchline. He says. only has punchlines. <laughs> Well, well, we would operate on the on the female brain, but we sadly just don't know where it is. Or what I think it's that, or the heart, <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> Science is whatever we want it to be. <laughs> Which is an, that's like a, something Alon would say, just like talking to it's him. Amazing, the show's uh, the best. I love it. <clears throat> um, but yeah, community definitely. Yeah, I think try and roll right into community, and, and it, it will it will at least scratch the same itch for you. Is it season four? That's the uh, the gas leak season. Yeah, because yeah. he Dan Harmon got kicked off, and then he comes back for five and six. I think. Right, but yeah, you could. There's a couple noticeable w- weird moves, and I think it's seasons four and six because season six is the, I think the Hulu season that is also bizarre, but one, two, and three are great. Yeah, yep, definitely worth watching. Love it. Anyway. Um, okay, so he makes this weird concoction. He makes uh, the casserole from... So what's the story of... It's Donald Glover's character yes. who does and it. And he's hosting a dinner for everybody, and he makes this weird thing. I don't remember the context within the episode, but... Is this the Darkest Timeline episode, or is this... Um, let's see. It doesn't look. It doesn't look like it is. I don't. Well, you look it up for the listener. It is uh, basically it's uh, hot, a reduction of hot pockets, something with bagel bites, and then a Dorito. Uh, it's glaze. It's bagel bites and Gla- a, a Dorito glaze. Constructed right. hot pocket reduction with a Doritos glaze, which is as, right. as as far as like food sentences go, very funny. But in terms of like actually creating something from it, is not quite the move. Right. It's the type of thing that we see a lot on this show, which is when he makes something from. That was clearly written by a comedy writer. It was written for the funny words, and it doesn't actually make sense what it is. Yes. Um, it's also a collection of three foods that are almost guaranteed to give me diarrhea. But <laughs> I would eat them all. I would eat this thing, whatever whatever Troy made. I would eat it so fast because yeah. it's three absolutely delicious things. This is f- uh, rank them in order. <laughs> oh, ooh, mm. I mean, hot pockets is last, obviously bottom. They're delicious, but they're bottom. And then, I mean, Doritos has got to be one. Yeah. But bagel bites are, are not far behind. Bagel bites are so goddamn good. They're so fun. I haven't had I've them talked about my I've years. talked about my bagel bite drafts in here, correct? I don't. Your drafts? Drafts? I, I've never told you about bagel bite drafts. I have to have. All right. Oh, you have told me about this, but go ahead. Yeah. The most fun you can have with a bagel bite is it's. To eat them. It's a draft. <laughs> it's a draft. So what my friends and I would do is we would buy the box of 40 bagel bites. Okay. Right? You put all the frozen bagel bites out on a tray. And then you draft them. That Putting them out on the tray, that's the combine. Okay? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the combine where you look, you go, okay. Everybody show you that this stuff. One's got, yeah. This one's got a lot of cheese. This one's good. And you, you select your bagel bites yeah. based on that. And then everybody picks 10. You all get your 10. Yeah. And then you cook them. And then you see again. You're like, okay, here's how they panned out in the league. Yeah. And you can see some, some don't, some some, some are bust don't hold up. Of, the, the cheese slid off, right, or, or melted they through the it middle. Didn't cook the way you wanted it to, exactly. Right. And it's so fun just being like, yo, that's a bad pick. That was a terrible pick. I can't believe you picked that one. <laughs> Sometimes there's there's like a uh, there's like a hidden gem because you pick one up and you didn't realize on the bottom was stuck a, and a bunch of extra cheese and 
pepperoni that you didn't see, and you're like, wow, what a that was seventh rounder hidden gem. There we go. He's right. the franchise quarterback in the seventh round. That's he, crazy. Right. You, you picked out a, a D2 stud. Yes. Oh, <laughs> dude, it's it's the most fun you can have. Uh, what if it, what if the NFL really was like that, and everything that pans out is uh, at most five percent difference <laughs> than the other ones? The variance is very low. Uh, that was genetically ma- made in a lab to be identical. <laughs> uh, real quickly, this is from season three, episode nineteen of Community. Uh, it's called "Curriculum Unavailable." Um, when Abed claims the dean has been replaced by a doppelganger. He is forced to take psychiatric treatment. Naturally, the rest of the study group joins him at his session with Dr. Heidi. Lovely. Yep. Uh, going back to bagel bites, <laughs> one of the biggest differences in the world is uh, a bagel bite made in the oven and a bagel bite made in the microwave. Oh, God. It's, oh, there's, no, there's no contrast. Yeah. A bagel bite made in the microwave should only be like a starvation-level desperation. Right. You've got the time. You've got 10 to 12 minutes. You do have the time. The yes, exactly. There, the, the, there is not a countdown that you need to hit in order to get the bagel bites to your mouth. Just put them, <laughs> put them in the oven. Okay, so the first thing he makes is just a pretty much a recreation, which is he puts uh, a little bit. He takes the top off of a hot pocket, puts it on the bottom of a casserole dish, puts bagel bites on top of that, and then like crumbles up some Doritos dust, which made James very upset. Because he why he crunched them with his hands, which listen, we all do. The, but he had small bags of Doritos, which he used the whole bag of. And when you're going to use the whole bag crush for in the Dorito bag. crusting, you crush them in the bag. Keep your little fingies clean because getting Dorito dust off is harder than you think. Okay, it's not especially if you're easy. Clean. If you're hosting the show, you have to run over to the sink and wash your hands, or do what I usually do, which is to stick your dirty fingies in your mouth and then go back to touching food. <laughs> there's a very specific type of caked on feeling that dorito dust leaves yes and and when you crush them in your hands it's all it's from your palm to your fingertips and it's it is it's a little uncomfortable it's like oh all right do you ever this. are you ever eating uh like uh dusted <laughs> dusted snacks so voraciously that you get you get it on more than just your three main claw fingers you know like you, like you end up with cakey dust on your ring and pinky on your pinkies yeah oh yeah because you needed such a big grasp yes. like it happens the most with like white cheddar popcorn where i'm doing this popcorn i was handfuls. gonna say white cheddar yes, popcorn exactly well that's because white cheddar popcorn because yeah you can't it's hard it's a um it's hard it's a hard to control snack white cheddar popcorn it's a it'll, it'll slip out you can't three fingers isn't enough you need a, a fistful of that you got to go in there like it's a claw machine waiting for a toy, right. and you just see what comes yes. out. <laughs> yep. If you go in with just three fingies, you're gonna. If they're they're electrons looking for protons, they're gonna shoot haywire. I, the thing I don't like, I don't think it happens that much with Doritos because Doritos are mostly self-contained. But there are like Takis, their powder is so ever present that it gets on the inside of the bag so then when you reach in i hate getting powder oh, on the, the back, back of my hand awful oh that's the worst you get on that knuckle that big knuckle on the back you're like oh damn it right well, right because then you which like, is also the problem with a pringles can yes same thing yes you, and then you look like a cat trying to clean it off just <laughs> just <laughs> joe joe no again just wash your hands you don't Need to lick your hands. No. No, no, no. I'm with Joe on this one. <laughs> that would be food waste. You have time. You have time to make the bagel bites. You don't have time to go to the sink. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting in the tub. 
how am I going to go and wash my hands? I'm not sticking it into the water that I'm <laughs> bathing in. <laughs> I'm not sticking my hand right into my clean, uh, freshly bath-salted water. All right, I'm going to lick it off and then reach for one of my many hand towels for drying. <laughs> but one exception is when I'm using my white cheddar bath <laughs> <laughs> smart the smart food bath bomb we all need it um for for dusted dusted uh snacks cheetos are also are terrible but dusted snacks a a move that i have seen done and was introduced to me by a uh, friend of the pod and uh f- shitty food legend jordan scott huggins <laughs> we were playing uh we were playing video games together and i heard him snacking on something and I said, what are you eating? And he said, Cheetos. And I was like, aren't you getting dust all over? And he goes, no, I'm using chopsticks. Oh, what? Yeah. He, was using, he was using chopsticks, which is the smartest thing Jordan Scott Huggins has ever done in his entire life. I was truly, I was like blown away by how, I was like, that's the best thing I've ever heard in my life. I've also seen little, they're like little chopsticks that attach to your fingers. So you can like keep on your controller and like use them like they're extensions of your what? fingers. Wait, what? Oh. Johnny, you have to send those to me yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll find. I them. don't know they're, how you're not just. They're made for like. Sorry. Oh, they're made for like snacking at your keyboard, so you can like. I I, I just you just drink from the bag. It, it's it's the it's the system. I mean, I drink for, drinking from the bag. Yeah, but dude, Cheetos are hard to drink because they're so long and angular that they like. Oh, see, they ca- get caught on the corners. What and... I do is I create a I, I unhinge my jaw and then create a perfect vacuum seal around it. <laughs> tilt my head back. And then sort of like a cow with cut, I just spend the next 30 to 40 minutes chewing and, and kind of eking away at it. <laughs> um, um, let's talk about the actual reconstruction that he makes. It's a weird thing that he does. Yes. What is a, what was it, a terrine? So James, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm so glad you asked. So a terrine actually is a French loaf of force meter aspect similar to a pate cooked in a covered pottery mold in a bain-marie. And I'm just saying that from memory. So I can go look it up if you want more info. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that from in fourth grade when you had to memorize all of your uh, French uh, meat preparations. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so he, ma- he does a, a confit of tomatoes and then blends them based on the color of the tomato so he can make like a rainbow looking thing it looked like a lot of work and it also wound up looking like someone puked beautifully and then froze it like yes it it did it looked like a loaf of puke yeah it was it was red yellow brown it was just like all different shades of if like you were not feeling well after you ate grilled cheese and tomato soup (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) correct Um, uh, and then the part that I thought was weirdest was to recreate, to like make a chefy fancy version of a bagel bite. He made a donut. He, he did. He made a savory donut, which I, I think we all kind of universally agree that it was not necessary. I yeah, just make a, just make a bagel. Yeah. Just make a small bagel. That felt like his cop out. I wonder if, I wonder if he did it because he thought it would be like easier, or if it'd be a better vehicle for it. Because it essentially, like, it looked like a donut, but it probably, or sorry, it looked like a bagel, but it had a different texture. I I did think that is like, is this a workaround because bagels take more time? Maybe I don't know. I wonder if he wanted to be like lighter and to eat a little bit less heavy than Pro- a bagel. I think that was probably what it was because he was going for like a very fancy, like the final, and like I know we're working our way through. I will say the final product of this, this was a like textbook 
Babish episode. This right. was a great like as it was extremely long and wildly um wildly involved, but it was kind of cool just to be like this was the classic take something that's insane and be like all right, and here's what I think version. this is. Yeah. Like yeah. here's the best deployment, which I do think he found. I don't know that there I mean, I think you could probably do you know, I think that you could do like a casserole casserole version of this that's like Yeah. uh I mean, I don't know. But, like, this was the most upscale, weird, silly thing I think he could have done out of that. Yeah. I think – and I think maybe the reason he did the donut versus the bagel was because he – in his vision of what it became, it was, like, a fancy thing that you eat with a fork and a knife. And, like, a small bagel would be really tough right. to cut through. Yeah, that's fair. Whereas the the donut texture is more easy, – like, easily cut with a right. knife and, like, separates easier to eat with a fork and stuff like that. Uh, one of my favorite uh, bits that emerged from this episode uh, was uh, Unfinished Babish, which is sort of uh, a version of the show where uh, in the course of all his recipe preparation, uh, he gets to, anytime he gets to a liquid that is supposed to then be baked or otherwise altered through through kitchen mastery, uh, he just starts to drink it. <laughs> so, so he creates... You're going to want to go ahead and drink that now. <laughs> he goes, we started playing it with an idea when we watched it. Yeah. I like the idea that it was like a deal with the devil. It's like anytime you have a liquid, instead of putting it in the recipe, you have to drink right. it. Like he, <laughs> he made the actual Doritos glaze where he's like, all right, so we're going to start with some cream and some sugar and our Dorito dust, and we're going to just sort of whisk all those together. And then what you're going to do is uh, just take that off the stand mixture and just drink it straight up just like that. <laughs> 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 which I, I like to then expand into he never finishes a recipe. He just keeps eating raw ingredients <laughs> throughout the show. He's just stuck in this cycle. <laughs> Freegan with Babish or something like that. Yeah. Like you will become a millionaire, but you have to eat nothing but ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's it's he's like well it's it's raw egg day right. well, I, I take <laughs> it's gonna be a rough I one i take uh the food from film and television and then i recreate it in my stomach you cannot see it but trust <laughs> that i'm eating all the ingredients uh of a burger from parks and recreation <laughs> that i then form in my stomach <laughs> anyway um what were some of the other elements so he has he had a bagel he had a little piece of cheese he had this uh tomato terrine that he made and then he made a little four cheese crisp little frico yeah. yeah a little crisp um that looked i mean anytime you do like a cheese crisp i feel like i'm on board yeah that was probably the part that was like the most straightforward of like yeah this is a good looking right. thing and then at the bottom of the plate was a dorito dust hollandaise yes. which took forever to make that was a lot and he also admitted halfway through as he was trying to like figure out what to do with it that um claire Saffet's from uh, is it America's Test Kitchen? Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. Bon Appetit. Uh, had already done the Dorito dust before, which, what an right. idiot. Don't you do your research, <laughs> Oliver Babish? Yeah. That's I when will she say, was he, doing all of those, like, recreating pretty good at, this type of stuff. Right, those were fun. And Snickers and stuff. What, Jimmy? I was saying he's he's pretty good at giving credit to other people and not, like, or giving, like, you know what I'm saying, like, when he goes over well-trodden territory, being like, this has been done with this. and We remain uncredited, so I don't know if we want to go that far with our praise. <laughs> I said pretty good. I didn't say good. Pretty glaring right. omission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he'd get up to good is if he finally credits us with his success. Claim yeah. me as your son, Daddy. I'm just a little boy who wants attention. <laughs> Send us a check for $50,000. You coward. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I 
and also get into a paternity lawsuit with my real dad. That would be fun for me. <laughs> <laughs> a, real, a real Kramer versus Kramer situation. <laughs> what do you think about what do you think about this? Uh, uh, John- <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Johnny. Johnny pulling out a Johnny not seeing half the things on this show that we review and pulling out a Kramer versus Kramer reference, which is a movie about divorce from I think like 1982 or something like that. <laughs> it's good. It's Dustin Hoffman and I think Meryl Streep. I know it's um, a classic, it but it's from, still it's, it's it's from 1979. It's so Ask old. me if I've seen it. Uh, thank you for stopping me because I was going to make a joke that I now realize was already in Family Guy, which is someone makes a joke about uh, Kramer versus Predator. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, it's very fun. Tareen looks weird. Uh, I haven't seen Kramer versus Kramer. Let's talk about the food from it. (laughs) (laughs) I bet a dad makes Uh, bad spaghetti. I think my audio is severely delayed. The foods in this casserole are very much divorced dad energy. Yeah. Oh, big time. But like divorced dad who's trying. If you make, if you do like the some middle ground between these two like the high end and the straight mm-hmm. up version of what babish made there is a trying divorce dad move in there to be had he's like i took you some of your favorite things and i added nutrients because i have to show the court that i care about you uh but we're still having fun because there's doritos on it okay okay buddy okay i god i love putting doritos on things it makes everything so much better sex he admits at the end of it that it's not great <laughs> yeah he eats it but i think it's because it's like if you spend that much time on something you're not gonna not eat it i mean it's cause right he made a- but again he knows his medium he knows that it was a visual thing and he made visual yes. food and it looked pretty it yeah it looked cool because it was all it had to be cold right i mean because otherwise the terrain um, would have fallen apart the terrine was cold. The, the cheese, cheese on cold. it was cold. Yeah, the the big the um donut was room temp. The hollandaise I think was hot. Mm. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, but it was a mostly mostly room temp dish. Like that's that's also probably why it wasn't good. Like it's just just room temperature cheese. Yeah. R- yeah. Room temperature. Call me crazy. I'm a fan of hot food. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I like real fucking sexy food. Um. <laughs> Do you, do you guys know any people who pronounce bagel weird? Bagel? Who said bagel? You mean a bagel? Yeah. I don't think so. I did. My uh, my freshman year roommate was from upstate New York. And he said, and he said, Blaglow? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going around the corner. Do you, do you, want, to, do you want me to get you a Blaglow? I'm, I'm running the bodega. Would you like a bacon, egg, and cheese on a Blaglow? <laughs> Yeah, that classic upstate New York accent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, he he was born in Warsaw, but yeah, you know, he flew through western New York, so it's that's what it, I'm going to I'm going to get a power plant and uh <laughs> I can get you a glass of black if you want to. They say milk weird too. <laughs> can I please have an everything black? Thank you. Extra toasted. Toast that blah, blah. The idea of an accent whose main feature is just that they say one word very weirdly. <laughs> I, I, what could you go for for uh, breakfast? I don't want donuts. It's probably too heavy. All right, I'll just get us like it does. Oh, God. Ooh. God, oh, um, The... 
I mean, Jimmy said it earlier, but I think that this is like very much a good Babish episode where he takes something crazy and then does something visually interesting, and it's very fun, very enjoyable to watch. You'd never make it, but it does what it needs to do. So overall, I a very yes. good episode. Yeah. This is this is one of the two classic strains of episodes where there's the one where he makes something you want to make, and then this is where this is insane. He but it took two days to make this stupid plate of food right. that he said kind of tasted okay, right? But very cool to watch, very interesting to watch, and. Some interesting techniques deployed to get there. Got got back to got back to the roots with it. I felt like, like we mm-hmm. were we were fairly fairly we minimal it. on the like shoehorn bits. You know, it was great. Yeah, he didn't do a Rick and Morty voice like last week, which made my spine tingle with anger. What don't you like about Rick and Morty? Yes, James. <laughs> I was gonna try. Right. I was I thought about doing a Rick and Morty voice there, but then I also was like, that would suck so much. Well, good thing you stopped yourself from doing it. The second it. time I have ever edited myself on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Guys! If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Um, if you want to follow us for more content, we're get We are at Gab with Bab on Twitter. We're Gabbing with Babish on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us emails with your questions, comments, queries, concerns, or how you pronounce the word bagel, uh, or bottle for my Polish friends, um, send it to gamblewithfabish at gmail.com. I'd like a honk honk with cheese, please. Bye. Bye.